Mr. Krabs? Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? Are you feeling oh, it, Mr. I'm Krabs? Feeling it. What's the quote? <laughs> you know what? Now that you've said it, I have absolutely no idea. It's like, oh, boys, you want to let me hear yeah, I'm feeling it? And you want to know what I'm feeling? I'm feeling like you two boys are a bunch of barnacle heads. Something like that. I love that you said, I don't know the quote, and then you just did it. <laughs> I as far as I'm concerned, that's right. It sounded right. It sounded like something Mr. Krabs would say. It does. I mean, as long as you're like in the same realm. I also just feel like my head is a depository of random SpongeBob quotes, and they're mm. never, ever, ever going to go away. No. You're good. framed our childhood. You're good. You're good. Uh, oh, I thought you were asking if I'm good because it's 8.30 a.m. <laughs> this was no. your idea. This was your idea to record. <laughs> I woke up. I set an alarm to come record this mini-sode today. Do you not usually set an alarm in the morning? Or do I you don't have a to life work. of luxury? I do. I do. I also don't have to work till 4 p.m. today, so I wasn't going to wake up. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. At all. Think of all the things you can get done now, like editing this episode to release yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, you're hilarious. Thank you so much. Hey everyone, welcome to a mini-sode of Poptimist. I'm going to do a little intro. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter when you're listening, welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm Billy. I'm a host. Hey, who's that? I'm Dagny. Bam, 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 bam. That's my sister. She also hosts the show with me. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a mini-sode. We're hanging out today. Um, mm-hmm. It's been Thanksgiving. I hope you all had a phenomenal Thanksgiving. Dagny went out of town. I did. I went to Oklahoma, uh, hung out with some fam, same fam as Billy, but uh, he was too cool to travel. Also, traveling is weird right now, but regardless. Isn't it? Everything we were... is backed up and also crazy expensive. It's dumb. Yeah, it was it was interesting to say the least. Also, I missed my cat so much. I don't know if I've talked about my cat on this podcast. Oh, yeah, he's been a guest. He uh, meowed a few times. <laughs> Um, missed Wesley so much when I came back because I left him for a full week. Uh, we won't get into the whole details of why I was gone for a full week. Uh, it was basically because I work too hard and refused to miss any work. So I, uh, am, didn't disappoint because I have this problem where I'm a people pleaser. Anyway, Correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, I can't say no to things. Um, I should have said no to this mini so. You can say no to things. You're very good at saying no to things. I am not. Uh, unless you were speaking on my behalf and then I, I, yeah, I should have said no. But no, 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 no. All things aside, when I came home, Wesley, like for an hour, he wanted to cuddle and like come hang out with me, but he would get close to me and then be like, can I trust you? And then he would like scurry away and look at me from far away. I gave him a, I even gave him a wet treat and he still was like side eyeing me and he's like, you left. What, how long are you going to do it hilarious. again? Which I am going to do again, but I'm not, haven't told him that yet. He's going to figure um, it out and he's going to start chewing on your toes yeah. while you sleep. The only thing is he's, uh, he's dumb. He's not a very smart cat, so he's not going to figure it out. I love him, but he's a dumbass. Um, we also put up a Christmas tree because it's getting Christmas time and that thing I think has a short life. He's already eyeballing it. He's <laughs> ready to take that down. Oh no. Um, it's once we added ornaments, because before it was just the tree and he was like cuddled up snug as a bug underneath the tree. So cute. And then as soon as we added color for ornaments, it's a goner. He just <laughs> goes downstairs and looks at the lights and the ornaments and we have to be like, Wesley, Wesley. You know that TikTok audio that's like uh oh, what's the name? I don't Is it Emma? the emma 
Emma. I have no Emma, idea. No. Anyway, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, it's very funny. People have made some good ones. But basically, when I came back from my trip, uh, it took him about an hour. And then he forgave and forgot pretty quick and cuddled with me all night and has not left my side. I had to lock him out of this room. We um, um we drove down to San Diego for Thanksgiving. Uh, shout out mm-hmm. to Anthony Boyajian. Check out his episode of Poptimus where we talk about tabletop role playing games. Um, we played one. We that did was fun. on the I episode. That. That was uh, it was great. And Thanksgiving was awesome. Him and his wife, Sarah, were lovely. And we learned, speaking of fun pet stuff, we learned that we cannot feed Momo before road trips. Um, did she fart a lot? No, she got motion sickness and threw up all over the back seat. Oh and my god, that's is, so much worse. This is the second time this has happened that she's been in the car. She's like, since we've had her, she's thrown up twice, and both times it's been in the car. So poor little baby gets motion sickness, and we can I just say that my pet story was kind of cute, and yours was like my cat or my dog vomited all over the place. It was fine. It was easy to clean up. We just had to stop at a gas station north of San Diego and buy paper towels and Clorox. Um, mm, but she's good. Momo. They were good. They had a great time, and they um they they just went and went and went because like the day after Thanksgiving, we took them out to coffee, and then we went to a brewery. But the dogs came with us to you the took brewery. The dogs out to coffee. We couldn't leave what them in the Airbnb. They, they just sat there. I'm joking. And then the, we they drove... love lattes. Is Wally a frappuccino I, man? I feel like he'd be into frappuccinos. I do too. I think that's correct. But then we drove straight home, and they slept for like 36 hours straight. It was great. They were just like, I'm so tired. Um, Poptimist, Thanksgiving, mini-sode. So we had our episode with Colin last week. We're on a mini-sode this week because lots of people are out of town. Lots of people are busy with the holidays. And going into Christmas, we're going to bring you guys um, two new episodes. That'll be episode 48 and 49. And then we're going to take off two weeks for Christmas. So we're going to call that, I guess... The end of season one, maybe? I don't know if we want to like format this yeah. like seasons, but it's been a full year of Poptimist. Uh, and then some. It's been more than a year. Uh, November 25th yeah. was our anniversary. Um, and then we'll come back in the first week of January with our big 50th episode bash. Episode 50 will be whatever that day is, January 4th. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. I do think if we start making this show seasonal, which I don't think we will. I think we just... Uh, we're calling it that December, for December might be hectic. Yeah. So we're like, we should have a break. So yes, we'll be back. Um, December, we're taking a little break. Oh, I was going to say, wow, at 8.30 in the morning, Billy, like I said, beer, beer, beer. Uh, haven't even finished my first cup of coffee. I was going to say, if we do decide to do the show seasonal, maybe we don't pick a year and then take a <laughs> season off. <laughs> maybe it's like a six month and then take a, a few weeks off for season two and then come back season now, three. We're just, yada, yada, we're yada, just yada. numbering these episodes ad infinitum. You know, episode 346, welcome to the stage. What was that SAT word you just used? It was Latin, ad infinitum. Don't ask okay. me to define it, though. Bougie asshole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't trust that you used that properly. You know, forever and ever. Slide. Do you want to get into our uh, pop culture roundup? We're going to talk about what we've been into over this break? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I was out of town and I didn't really consume a lot except for I watched Tick, Tick, Boom again. That is and funny. it's very, 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 very good. I and It was just as good the second time. I truly love it. Um, but I guess my... My pop culture, I have talked a lot about the greatest game ever made on this 
podcast, which is Animal Crossing, <laughs> specifically for this Animal Crossing New Horizons, which recently had a massive update that gave us lots of new things to do. But it also, if you paid real money, real people money, <laughs> give Nintendo that. Hey, Nintendo is a small, struggling upstart, and they need that extra yeah, support income. Small businesses, everybody. Um, like genuinely do support small businesses. That that isn't a joke, but the joke is Nintendo is a. I'm here to explain a, Billy's joke. You're a joke, Nintendo. Uh, you hear that? Dagny thinks you're a joke. Yeah, I know the CEO of Nintendo is listening. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Anyway, so his name is President a- Bowser. You know that, right? The, the well, I guess he's the CEO of North American Nintendo, but his his name is President Bowser. Is his name actually Bowser? Yes. Or is that a bit? No, like when that's when it was announced, nuts. everyone was like, "Really? It's great." Yes. <laughs> like, were you hired just because of your name? Uh, which I would be fine with. So they released a. It's called a DLC, Billy. Yes, downloadable content, baby. Okay, yeah, they released that for. I think it's called Happy Homes. No, 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 no. Don't quote me. <laughs> um, it is. It does make me happy though. <laughs> Good. DLC. What in the world is wrong with me? Yeah, it is called Happy Homes. Um, Happy Home Paradise. And my God, Billy, this game, it has turned Animal Crossing to a whole new level. I know you can see how many hours I've spent on this game. Yeah. But now this DLC truly, this is literal phrasing, game changer. Um, It's kind of like Sims, but better. Um, so you go to an island and you have to, you go to, well, first you go to the airport on your island, click, I want to go to work. And then you go to another island. Okay. And you get, you put on your uniform, you go talk to the little girl, the animal there, that's your boss. And then you say, I want to work. And then you walk out with a clipboard. It's very cute. And then you, there's usually like five or six animals just sitting on the like beach and they have little bubbles that come up above their head of like, I want a house that's filled with games or something like that. Um, and you just go over to them and you introduce yourself and they're like, I'm th- dreaming of a vacation home. And I say, I can help with that. <laughs> and then we have a little meeting with Lottie, who's my boss. Um <clears throat> So we meet with her, we pick where we want to put their house. So like if they want, uh, like if they want a beachfront seaside house, we pick one that's over an island over by the sea. And then when you get there, they just have like three objects that you have to use in their house. You can change them to a different color, customize them. But you also have each house or each new character that you design for comes with another array of furniture. But it builds on top of the furniture that you have gotten from other characters. Okay. So I'm like five or six houses in, which is not that far. My roommates are like, (laughs) they've been playing even longer than I have. Um, But so now I'm like collecting all this furniture. You can customize it. Um, So it's it's not really like The Sims, but you do get to change their house. You get to decorate outside. You get to decorate inside. And it's just like so fun. And they're always happy with it. It, as long as you put their furniture in, they're always content. And it's just like, it's so cool. I do so have cute. to say, this sounds like a job. It is a job. And specifically, they specifically they, go to it work. sounds like the job that you quit to do your current job. It sounds a lot fair, like an interior fair design enough, against enough. your will. 
<laughs> yes, but I am making decisions here. I am my own. I'm not my own boss. Lottie is my you boss, but she praises me because boy, oh boy, have I made all my customers very, very happy. Um, doing a great job. And yeah, highly recommend it. If you have Animal Crossing and you're like, mm, I don't want to spend real money, uh, it's worth it. It's 25 bucks, I think, to download, and it is fully worth it. It's a whole new game within a game. But I do get paid, but here's the twist, not in bells, I'm paid in pokey, which is a different form of currency. Cryptocurrency, on this yeah, it's like Dogecoin. Basically, <laughs> yeah, so I can, but the, there's a store it's there, the really like Nook Cranny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isabel is really into the the stock exchange. Um, S T A. How do you spell stock? S T A L K. The one you're talking yes. about. So, the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's incredible. It's a really good joke. Um, so yeah, you get paid in pokey. You can buy furniture from the shop that's on the work island, and it's it's such a fun time. And that's really all I've done as far as pop culture in the last week because I have been very busy with work and uh, Thanksgiving and eating and, and eating out with lots of food. I'm still full. that's cool. Well, hey, Animal Crossing. Yeah. If you haven't played it, play it some more. If you have played it, play it again. Oh wow! So and also just buy a Switch and get Animal Crossing. Uh, this is a this is I'm speaking directly to my boyfriend, so he stops shitting on Animal Crossing. Um, he doesn't understand how wonderful it is. It's the greatest game ever made. Oh, wow. Hot takes from, from Dagny over here. That's not a hot take. It's a fact, Billy. <laughs> um, okay, go ahead with your... I know I said before, I was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And then I talked for like almost 10 minutes about Animal Crossing. It wasn't that long. You... No, it's great. I'm going to... Oh, I'm okay. going to... I'm going to come in with... Um, I know I've already talked about Foundation on the show a little bit, but it ended. Um, season one is over. Season two is confirmed. And I loved it. So check out the Apple Plus series Foundation. It's really interesting because unlike a lot of um, adaptations, they are really remixing it in an interesting way. So because the, the the Foundation series is like a lot of philosophy and a lot of just people talking about big concepts. And they took mm -hmm. all of the books, all of Isaac Asimov's books, and really boiled down in the concepts and the show is still exploring all those concepts, but it's more emotional and character driven. And they've done a lot of really interesting ways to adapt that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and it's fantastic. Um, also, Lee, Lee Pace. <laughs> also, Lee Pace. Um, Lee Pace. He plays the emperor of the known galaxy or the emperor of the galaxy, the emperor of the known universe. Mm -hmm. But the, the emperor is a clone of the original emperor. And they have what they call yeah. a genetic dynasty. And so there's always three emperors, the old one, the adult one, and the like child one, Brother Dawn, Brother Day, and Brother Dusk. And so Lee Pace always plays like the adult one. Sounds like some Christmas Carol it's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I am the ghost of Emperor's past. Um, and that is all like just written for the show. Like it's just a brief concept in Asimov's book and they took it and really ran with it. And it's so good. So that was just a, a casual reminder that I finished Foundation and everyone should check it out. I really like it. It's good high concept sci-fi. But... Honestly, that, what a turn. Last time you talked about this, you were like, episode two was kind of... Oh, yeah. La, 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 so la. that is my... Uh, that's my hot take, is if you do start Foundation, try to watch the first three episodes fairly close together, because season mm -hmm. one takes place over, like, a hundred years. Um, 
And so episode one, lots of time. Yeah, episode one feels very grounded in like a period of of like weeks. Like you're meeting the characters, you're understanding the planets, you're meeting the emperor. And then in episode two, you're like, did we just jump like two years into the future? Do these character relationships matter? And they're like, eh, just for this episode, they do. And then episode three, (laughs) you really understand why they're jumping ahead so often and the kind of story they're trying to tell. And and that really makes episode two make more sense. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, I think episode two is the weakest episode of the season. And then it just kicks Mm. back up and then sprints along to the end. But hey, speaking of high concept TV shows based on sprawling book series... The other thing I, I wanted to talk about. The other thing I wanted to talk about. The Expanse. Oh, is it, is it hilarious that I didn't want to talk about that and you brought it up? The Expanse does come back, though, no. December 17th or December 6th. It comes back in December. It's great. Um, final season, six episodes only. Check it out. No, Dagny, mm-hmm. we watched uh, all f- the first four episodes of the new Amazon series, The Wheel of Time. I don't know what that is. You don't is. know about The Wheel of Time? You haven't seen a single trailer? I'll send you the trailer after this. Um, okay. It's like 14 books. It's a massive fantasy series. And mm-hmm. um, Amazon clearly just threw money at it, trying to make the next Game of Thrones, whatever that means. But <laughs> I am into it. I mean, after just the first episode, I was like, I'm invested. I love this. Um, Sorry, what did you say a second ago? I don't I don't think I know her. <clears throat> Game of Thrones? Yes. That's, I was trying to figure out what you meant. I was like, don't know who. Hilarious. But Don't know her. Um, but the lead is Rosamund Pike. She's also executive producer. And if you want to go listen to the audiobooks, she's now recorded all the audiobooks where she's reading to you. So you can just remember Gone Girl herself is like, and then the magic, whatever. Um, But uh, I mean, I don't even want to jump into it too hard because it's, it's, they just do a really good job of building this fantasy world through the show. Um, making it make sense and explaining ideas to you in a way that's compelling and action driven and emotion driven. Um, Mm. It's very good. I am a little bit upset that I got sucked into it so quickly. I was like, Oh, Oh no. Like I can't wait for Friday. There's new (laughs) episode five comes out on Friday and I'm like, let's go. Um, The fiance already bought the book and he, he was Mm. like, all right, you know what? I'm into it now. I'm reading this. Um, but I think it's also just fantasy season and he's really big into fantasy. He started rewatching The Witcher the other day in preparation for season two. So <gasps> Oh sorry. I what? I just thought of the one thing that I have been con- watching and I'm so stupid that I didn't talk about. Are you about okay? This. Well here, watch the so, wheel of time. Go ahead, you, go. Uh Insecure. Oh my god. The final season. One of the greatest shows. It's on the it's the final season, one of the greatest shows on HBO. I think one of the greatest shows they've ever made. Um Issa Rae is truly a, a just brilliant um and just gorgeous yeah dear god everybody in that show is so so pretty um yeah i don't i mean i i don't know how to promote it other than it's just perfect from season one and like this last season i've i'm gonna be so sad when it's over and oh it's so good yeah i i'm not gonna talk too much about it because it's like it speaks for itself it's just a fun time um, all the characters are really well flushed out and they this season they've had essentially every episode is focused on a I mean Issa's in all of them except for the Lawrence episode yeah um, but it's like each one is really getting like kind of wrapped up with their character growth they're all going through their own shit and it's like 
everything's kind of escalated to this and we're really getting to see each one and ugh, it's so good and Issa's like figuring her she's like getting her life together which was kind of a lot of last season but she like has a business now and I'm just so proud of this <laughs> fictional character <laughs> that's um, the point though right isn't that good when that works out yeah uh she also is going through some shit but oh she always is uh it's just it's so funny but also sad at times and they work through like real life shit and if you live in LA I highly recommend it because I think it's one of the best shows that depicts Los Angeles like they because they're they obviously actually film here but the most of it takes place in oh my god Inglewood mm. um, is where Issa's business is, where she works. And it's just like they go to real places in L.A. And it, yeah, it just looks like it. They don't glamorize it like a lot of shows do. It's they really show L.A. for like, I, uh, what it actually looks like. And it's it's such a it's just such a good show. I can't believe I've not talked. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's one of the my um, um, uh, years ago before she moved to L.A., Rachel Pegram did a little showcase like a comedy show. And just purely by happenstance, the performance space was behind the building where Issa Rae works in season one, like her, like her shitty job that she doesn't like in season, like oh. that store. And I walked up and I was like, hey, what? Like spinning in a circle. I like looking at the street. I was like, how did I get here? How am I? This is, yep. it's from the show. That's but yeah. The Dunes, which is her um, apartment is a real yep. apartment complex that you can go to. And people go there as like a tourist attraction. They take a picture outside of the Dunes apartment. And I just, I, I want to know how the people who actually live there in real life right. feel about it. That just random hey, people come stand outside and they're like, ah, and like point at the Can't sign. be worse than the people who live in Walter White's house in Albuquerque. Oh, just having pizzas thrown on their yeah. house. Yeah, and they had, did you see, they had to install a big <laughs> gate by the front door to just keep people from like yep. knocking on the door, or even like trying to come in. So ridiculous. But, uh, Very But funny. also just, yeah, people uh, throwing pizzas on the roof of their house. That is, I do find that a little funny. I mean, horrible. Sorry, but also. Funny. They should just let it happen at this point. I mean, any rats or bugs in their house are just going to flock to the, the, the roof uh, and then they won't come I, inside. But there's also, there's also that, a part of me that's like, ver work. like, if you lived there before, then I understand. This is like a huge change and everything sucks. But if you purchased, yeah. they move if you purchased this house after the show, you deserve this. Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, they haven't watched Breaking Bad just out of spite? Oh, my God. I fully believe it. But, you know, the full... Yeah. Because I feel like if they did move, if they did watch it, they'd be like, ah, I get it. I get it. It's... This house is a big, big part of the show. It's a, it's a big character Well, the show. speaking of that, though, so in the... In Twin Peaks, The Return, I don't even know how to talk about this without getting it super spoilerly, but there's, like, a whole kind of, like, insinuation of parallel universes and, and weird shit happening. And at one point, Agent Cooper goes to Laura Palmer's house and he knocks on the door and we expect Laura Palmer's mom to open. And this random woman opens the door that we've never seen on the show before. And he's like, is this the Palmer residence? And she goes, no, I'm sorry. She's like, I've lived here for years. And he's like, OK. Mm -hmm. And he cl she closes the door and, and then he leaves. And that woman is the woman who owns the house in real life in our universe. <laughs> like and that's that's funny. that's like kind of the bit is like he's accidentally in the wrong version of the house and she's like i don't know that's so funny um, he's like that's, oh that's but then funny. i've also read interviews i need to, I need to watch oh, more twin great. peaks i've only watched the first three but I've, I've read stories about that house where like oh yeah i was just taking a picture outside and the front door opened and she waved and came out and talked to me and i was like look at that because that's been laura palmer's Cute. house since 1989 they filmed at the same house in i think it's in everett wisconsin 
Wisconsin. Yeah. Washington. I feel like I feel like the Twin Peaks fan base maybe is a little more considerate than the Breaking Bad <laughs> fan possible. base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're like, okay, let's just be kind about this. And Breaking Bad, they're like, fuck it, let's I, throw pizzas in the house. I tried to be so chill going into the the well, it's called Tweed's Cafe, but it's the Double R Diner in the show. And as soon as you mm-hmm. walk inside, they have all this memorabilia. They have cherry pie on the menu just for Twin Peaks fans. Um, it's so cute. I got coffee and cherry you pie. Can buy mugs. And yeah, I've got I have it somewhere a double R diner mug. But honestly, they probably get a lot of business just by fans. Alone. Oh yeah. So like, uh, of course, it would be a mistake if they didn't lean into oh, it. Oh, when I was sitting there, this couple came in and was asking questions, and then I was listening, and I was like, "Oh, they're Twin Peaks fans, and they had come to visit from Sweden." So like. <laughs> it's not it is a thing okay maybe the fan base is as crazy as breaking bad then well they did so the town of of uh bend i think it was bend put up the welcome to twin peaks sign like they have in the show in the spot where it was mm-hmm. and it got stolen after two weeks and i was like that sucks that does suck that you can't oh, have that in the spot where it is because i drove there we drove and i took a little picture where the sign should be because it's got the beautiful mountain in the back but yeah, it's gorgeous. The whole area, Snoqualmie, wow. Bend, all of that. It's great. Lovely. Well, I mean, this episode jumped around just about as much as our shout last out, episode Shout out to Colin it. Conrad and that hilarious. <laughs> that episode was so yeah. fun. It, it was a little chaotic, but it, it was just, it's a roller coaster oh, yeah. of a time. And in a good way, in a good way. It's like a good roller coaster. Um, like the X2 at Magic Mountain. Uh, good, good roller, roller coaster. coaster. Something else we could talk about some other time. <laughs> Let's go back to Magic um, Mountain. <laughs> I would love yeah. that. It would be super fun. Uh, well, I guess are we, should we wrap? Yeah, up? it feels like it. It's um, been nearly thirty minutes. Do we what have two more episodes? I yeah. know I book the guests, and I know we have one guest lined up. Yeah, so we're gonna do episode. 48. Is this one of the two you're talking? No, about? no, 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 no. So next week is episode forty-eight. Come back and join us for episode forty-eight. It's gonna be a good time. And then after that, we're gonna do okay. episode forty-nine, and that will be our Christmas special, and that'll be our finale for the year. Oh, are we having a guest for Yes, we've literally talked about this off air. Like, we talked about this last night. (laughs) Mm, Okay, Uh, we may need to discuss it again. I did work till 11 last night. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, so so just to give you a little Uh, date, this this mini-sode comes out December 1st. Then we get episode 48 after that, episode 49 after that, and then two weeks off for Christmas. Beautiful. It's like a real show. Happy Christmas or happy holidays. Got it, got it, got it. Um, great. Alrighty. Well, that that. Thanks for filling me in on my yep. own show. Um, that I can't keep track of. Happy third so, third day of Hanukkah been... on the day this releases. Er, oh, early yeah. Hanukkah I, this year. Early been... Hanukkah. Yeah, I had no idea. They said on my on a meeting yesterday at work. They were like, "And happy Hanukkah." Yeah. I was like, we're oh no! I went into work on year. on Monday, and my coworker was like, "Billy, happy Hanukkah!" Did you know she's Jewish? And I was like. I, I didn't. She goes, no one did. It's so early. <laughs> yeah, it's very early. Interesting. Interesting. Um, 2021, full of surprises. I mean, it's I right? fully, we could have uh, looked this up like 100 years ago and we would have would have known, but. Yeah, we would have figured that out. But cool. Right up Pop Culture Alley, Hanukkah. <laughs> um, I mean, could be. It's in a lot of movies. In, Adam uh, Sandler songs. Et cetera. Oh, yeah, you're right. Alrighty. Well, are you ready to wrap yeah, up? Yeah, let's wrap I it up. Try and shovel some food down before work. <laughs> <laughs> My breakfast. Uh, I eat the same breakfast every morning, and that's eggs and avocado. 
people think I'm a psychopath because I eat literally the same breakfast every day. Every day. I mean, I agree with them. Yeah. It, I mean, yes, I agree with them too, but it works for me. Anyway, this has been Poptimist. Thank you so much for listening to our mini-sode. Uh, we're excited to wrap up the year soon with all of you. Uh, so happy December as this will come out. Yes. December 1st. Ha ha. Yippee-ki-yay. Um, Motherfucker. So happy December. Yeah, I figured you'd say that. Um, <laughs> if you like this episode, be sure to rate, subscribe, comment, give us five stars um, or one. I'm just kidding. Give us five because uh, we're really entertaining and really have grown into our show. Um, <laughs> we're flourishing. You know, Billy's 30, flirty and thriving. I am not 30 yet. I am still youthful. How um, dare you? <laughs> I still have time. Um, which speak that was kind of a tick tick boom reference. Watch tick tick boom. Like I'm just gonna keep telling everybody, specifically telling Billy because he hasn't watched it yet. So th- again, this has been Poptimist. <laughs> if you have any hot takes of your own or just want to say hello, be sure to email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com. Also follow us at poptimistpod for any updates of upcoming shows. Uh, maybe we'll say happy holidays one time. <laughs> I don't know. Follow us though, because we don't post that much. So we're not going to spam your feed. It's just a fun little weekly. Hi, here's a colorful logo, uh, and a picture of someone. So yeah, follow us. It's uh, yeah. Okay. Follow us. Um, follow. uh, cool. I think that's all. Yeah. We hit, it's kind of right on 30 minutes. Look at us go. So organized. All right. Well, Billy, say goodbye. Oh, hey, that's me. Hey, goodbye, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye. That was my Mickey Mouse impression. That that was? Bye-bye. No, that was that goofy? <laughs> it just wasn't very good. Wow. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>